This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Hello, hello, my Let's Keep It Real people. This is a special treat. It's even a special treat for me. Say hello to my good friend and mentor, Matt Labosco's in the house again. What's up, everybody? Hey, Matt. So, yes or no? We were just having our get-together call once a month, catching up, house life, and I said, let's do a Zoom so we can record a podcast about where are you taking action from? That's the real deal right there, man. That's what happened. Right? Let's keep it real. So let's back up a little bit. <laughs> I was at a conference and we were talking about vulnerability, which this is about. And then that led to people telling different stories. And the one girl at the table said, Ooh, you sound bitter. Another woman said, You sound angry with that. And the other woman said, You know, I think you should work through that with your therapist before you go up on stage and start talking about it. That led me to where are you taking action from? And I've always been, which I know I can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> is, okay, here's where you're taking it. Here's the love-based emotions and here's the fear-based emotions. And it's okay. It's cool to be. Embrace them all, which you worked on me a long time with that. It's okay to be over there, not joyful. But you might want to work through it with your therapist, with a mentor, with a coach, Scribble, scrabble before you get out, you know, so you can get out of anger and then take action from the love based. And I thought about that because I wasn't sure you agreed with that. And we were also talking about maybe someday, we're not sure, we're going to name names, not name names, of being involved in a cult and other people I knew being involved in a cult. And would that be a good thing to go on air and talk about it? So, Matt Labosco, that's why I wanted you to do this podcast. How's that sound? Sounds awesome. So, let's start with the first question. What can you tell us about the subject matter of cults that you are willing to share that you were wrestling with? And don't worry, we're not going to cut anything out. <laughs> Great. Um, well, ask that question one more time. Oh, so you and I have been going back and forth and you've been wrestling with how much, even in your book, do you share about being part of a group that you considered a cult and how much you don't? Is it something that would benefit others? Was it something just benefiting you? Is it something uh, you want I got to you. In the universe? Is it something you. that would be okay to name names and what can a worms without open. And that's why I really wanted to talk to you about it. Cause for me, if I'm taking action, I want to make sure it serves others. And I'm always about, I want to go to a war rally, but bring me to a peace rally. Wait, mother Teresa probably said that. I didn't say that. So I can't take credit. He stole it from you. I don't know. All right. So that's where I want to go from. So let's just give a little background about that. stuff. do you mind? No. So, yeah. So obviously, well, not obviously, but I spent a good amount, uh, eight plus years with a personal development organization. I was a big part of it and really gave myself to it completely and fully. 
um, and learned actually a lot of the things you were just talking about. Oh, be aware of your state. Only take action from a love-based state. If you're fearing anger, then work through that, then shift into a love-based state, and then take action. So that whole concept, what I learned through my eight years, is so toxic and so terrible for you. Oh my God, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. It is so the reason why I the reason why I left, and it is the way they control people. Right. So to just put a little bow on that for you, like that's one of the main reasons why I left is because of that narrative, that toxic, destructive narrative that you should never take action from anywhere but a love-based state. Okay. Is, okay. Is toxic. And the only way I got out of that toxic culture was taking action from a place of anger. Matt, okay, I did not know this, but I must have been needing to hear this. I mean, I knew you had something else going on. I didn't know you were going to say that. And when I met you, I I apologize for teaching you all of that garbage. No, 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 it wasn't all garbage. (laughs) You're right. It wasn't. It wasn't. But number two, number two, I didn't just embrace all, I wasn't all in like you. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, Oh, really? No, but I loved you. I did a lot of different things and I operate a lot from that, like get it out. But then when you come back, are you coming from peace, love and joy? So, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to just listen fully to why that is the most toxic thing, because now it's blowing my brain. Yeah. Well, here's why I say it's toxic. It's because it goes against our biology. It goes against the whole purpose of emotion. You've heard of Gandhi? Little. Okay. What is he known for? What what embodiment, what what emotion does Gandhi known for? Wait, who's the big spiritual leader that just had yeah. a little had a little what? Boy, uh bite his tongue. There was this big spiritual leader. It was all over the news a couple of weeks ago. Then when he went to embrace a young boy, he asked the boy to bite his tongue. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Okay. That's a whole separate subject. So go ahead. But Gandhi, like what is Gandhi known for? Same love, peace, and joy. Exactly. Have you seen the book his son has written? No. About his father? No. Writing it down. Okay. Yeah. The book is called, and it's about his father, The Gift of Anger, Ooh. about how angry Gandhi was and how much that propelled him to make the changes that he made, how he leveraged anger to make the changes. Because anger is a communication that there's an injustice. Anger is a communication that something's wrong. Anger is a communication that, hey, we need to take high action right now to right a wrong. And if you squash that because of this, new agey uh, way we relate to emotions, you are dampening the motivational system to make a change in the world. Matt, 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 listen to me. Okay. I, I understand. But it's like everything else. When you have a belief system that uh-huh. you lived your entire life, not just uh-huh. from you, something, you know, joy character. Can't you hold on a second? Be angry, but then direct the anger and integrate it in a in a way that's that moves you to an outcome that you want to have. Absolutely, but that's not about squashing and squelching anger. 
Anger is a mobilization of resources to take high action. People get out of very destructive relationships because of anger. They finally stand for themselves because of anger. They finally stop taking the abuse that they've been under because of anger. Anger is the thing that gets people out of extremely damaging and abusive spaces. Okay. Like if it wasn't through the anger yeah. and, the, and the energy that comes with that to take action, to stand for oneself, a lot of people would still be in abusive relationships that aren't right now. The only reason I got out of that, that environment that was very, very, it was creating disconnection for me. It was actually had my, my relationship with my wife on, on very like tenuous ground is because the teaching that was, was, was constantly reinforced was if you're feeling fear, shut it off. You're not going to make good decisions. Hey, if you're feeling any fear-based emotions, think twice, breathe, shift to love. What is, what, what makes sense to do when you're feeling love? So imagine I see some injustice in the world and I get pissed off. Okay. I'm like, that's not okay. Oh, you know what? I can't trust myself right now because I'm angry. So I'm going to breathe, get to a pace of love and peace and be like, well, you know what? I have compassion for them. You know, whatever. I accept acceptance. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, but that's what, that's what I was inside of for eight years, Joy. Uh, Joy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Joy. All right. But a lot of people, not just you, are inside that. That not that they don't take action from the other space, but you feel guilty or bad. Is it? But you feel guilty or bad for what? When you take action from anger, or like you said, yeah, fear they're conditioned to think that with by right. poor frameworks and poor pers- like things that we're conditioning people that negative emotions are bad and you shouldn't take action from them. And blah blah blah. It's all nonsense. People that feel self doubt and insecure when they're about to do something they never done before, they should feel self doubt and insecure. You should feel that because you know what? It's a communication that you're probably not ready to do whatever you need to do. And you should probably integrate the communication that you're not ready to start your own business. And that's why you're doubting yourself. But what we do with some of the self-help crap is say, no, man, you can do it. You got, you can do it. Like, forget that self-doubt. Don't let that self-doubt ruin your chance to start your own business. That's insane. No, you should listen to your self-doubt. There's a reason why it's there. It's trying to tell you that you probably don't have the capacity yet to do the thing you want to do. So you need to be mindful right now. We're not learning how to integrate the the biological reason emotions exist, which is to communicate us information and then integrate it. We've been taught how to shut it off. That's been my biggest, the biggest, that's the reason why I left. And and cult-like environments, it's a, that particular strategy was the best way that that whole environment was controlled. Because as soon as you had an instinct that something was wrong, there was a framework and a system that says, oh, you're feeling, you're feeling fear, you're feeling fear-based emotion. Don't make a decision from there. Hey, let's meditate. Let's do all these this chanting until you get a love-based state. Do you still feel that way? Oh my God, no, I don't now. Everything's great. Stop. Okay, listen. All right. So I'm following you. It's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. But is it possible you get angry, right? <laughs> angry about some injustice. Okay. I'm with you that you still can stay strong and take action 
even once you've come down to come from peace, love, and joy, that it's not just, oh, I'm not angry anymore. Let me send them love. Could you, in that state of love, peace, and joy, take a very strong action, but just not do it in a angry way? Could you drive your car with your feet and be good at it? Sure. But it's much easier to leverage the energy of anger, learn how to integrate the communication and take the energy because it's all it is and direct it. You will, you will, you're leveraging our biology. Like we, like here's, and this is what my whole book is about. We have across the board pinned ourselves against our own physiology and biology across the board, whether it's physically, systemically, mental, emotionally. And this is a perfect example of it. We assume that the, fi- the biology, the natural thing that's happening is not right. Oh no, we shouldn't be angry. How, like, what is that even? Who said we shouldn't be angry? Maybe we should be angry. And maybe we need to listen to what the anger is saying, learn how to integrate its communication and leverage the fact that our biology is doing this for a reason. I'm getting very angry right now, Matt. Good. I'm glad. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. So hold, hold on right here. I had no idea this can of worms was going to get open. But that's why I warned you when you said, let's do this today. I'm like, all right. Well, I I kind of knew it when you said it's okay. (laughs) All right. But hello, hold on. And this is evolutionary biology. This isn't Matt's opinion. When you look at the biological purpose of emotions, anxiety, for example, like is so useful. Okay. So important. Like, anyway. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, but I I know you strongly believe this and I know, you know, you've only taught me this and everyone else for eight years and we're, you know, shifting it. It's just a small shift, but no, it's a major shift. I know. That's why I'm all right. But here's the deal. If you're angry and you don't take a beat and you you can think, take a beat. I call take a beat. Like give it a pause. You can don't take a pause. I'm not saying that just for Wait. the record. All right. And no, you're not. I'm, I'm not saying. saying don't shift out of the state of anger because it's not okay to take action from anger. And I need to get into a love peace state before I do anything. That's what I'm debating and saying not helpful because we're not leveraging the resources that are there for us, that our biology uh, is providing us. So let me go through an example Please. and then. This will help. That's a me. good idea. Yeah, this is a good idea. I come home nine o'clock at night. This is a real example. And my Great. boys, young and old, who I love, mm-hmm. house looks like yeah. it's a frat house. Yeah. Okay. I'm very angry. Yeah, you so, should be. Like that makes sense. Right. So, but instead of screaming and yelling, I, I go out. Yeah. Let yeah. me go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Active listening. I go out. (laughs) All right. I go out and I take a few breaths and then I come back in and I say something from a lessened state of whatever was coming. Cause I'm, I I tend to be a very emotional person and what was going to come out of my mouth would not have been pretty like and all kinds of stuff that I probably would regret saying, but I take that be I breathe and go and th- I don't not come in angry but it's not at that level and I'm going what are you guys thinking and I'm not doing it 
you got blah, blah, blah. it's a whole different way of if I take 30 seconds to a minute versus what's going to come out of my ha- mouth when I'm really angry. So when I'm saying, okay, I don't have to come from peace, love, and joy, but when you take action, depending on who you are from anger, it could be very ugly. Yeah, but sometimes it needs to be ugly. Sometimes it needs to get ugly. Like the truth and the real reality of situations is what people are so afraid of. Okay. Like, and I'm not saying it always has to get ugly, but sometimes like some of the best moments I've had with clients is getting them in touch with what's really happening for them. Hey, I'm really pissed off about that. Really, tell me why you're pissed. I think it's bullshit. And they tell me like what's happening and what their person's doing. And it's like, good, let's talk about it because I understand why you're pissed off. And it's good that you're saying this out loud to me. Now, relative to the impact you want to have with your with your husband or whoever, I don't think they have the capacity to hear it the way I heard it. Okay, so maybe there's a way for us to honor this anger communication Because anger is a communication of, I said, injustice, something's wrong. Like I'm like, or I'm being devalued in some way. Like it's as hardwired in our biology. You know, one of the biggest things that anger gets activated for from an evolutionary biological perspective is when we, when we perceive that someone we values status in the hierarchy drops, meaning they're being undervalued, like a, like a, a parent with a child. Like when they're, when they're, you know, not being treated properly. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. Like that is literally one of the things anger is activated. It's like, Hey, injustice. Hey, we need to be in action here. Now, if you get pissed off, this is interesting. If you get pissed off because your kid is being like that anger is okay. Right. Nobody gets upset at anybody getting pissed off when there's something happening to a child. Again, my way has been. I don't take action from there 99% of the time. I come no, I understand. Yeah, I come in strong, but I don't come in angry. Yeah, I don't believe you. I don't think that's true. If I don't think that's true, I think there is anger and you are angry and you are Yeah, I do. I absolutely believe that there is anger. You're not screaming and yelling, but you may not call it anger, you might call it oh, irritation. Okay. You might okay. call it irritation. You might call it disappointment. You okay. might call it no, 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 no. a spectrum of anger. No, you're right. You're right. So if for I'm me, not saying if, rage yeah. out on somebody because they left their socks on the ground. But if, yeah, you, do rage out, if you do rage out on somebody because their socks are on the ground, that means that there's a lot of anger that you are holding inside. I'm just saying you, not you, but whoever. I got it. I got holding it. a lot of anger in them that they have not integrated properly yet. Because okay. that's an yeah. overreaction. Yeah, I got Yeah, Yeah. Or it could be. All right, if you so, saw someone beating on your child when you walked in the house. I got gotcha. Gotcha. you. you so, the proper response would be wicked amount of anger and rage because that's probably what you would need to remedy that situation. All right, so let's recap there. I'm angry. How I show the anger is not normally hitting, screaming, yelling, swearing at people. I'm angry, but the anger is coming out in a different way than some other people. Some people get really angry about stuff and they scream and yell and they say things they may regret. 
Correct. Those are actions different than emotions. So the way that some people integrate the emotional communication is through these types of behaviors. Bingo. Okay. Now I and can. I agree with you. There are certain behaviors are not constructive, not helpful, et cetera, et cetera. But it has nothing to do with anger. That is because we have not learned how to integrate the communication of anger and we continue to suppress it. Okay. In all the different ways. Now, now, now. Um... And yes, Vesuvius erupts. Yeah. Now I'm buying what you're putting down. Okay. <laughs> well, took no, me a you're bit. right. And this is why it's so great that you and I can have these conversations the way that we do, Sandy, because we we have the ability to pull this apart together and, and have a conversation about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Okay. And we're okay with disagreeing with each other. Hey, I don't get this. Hey, that's be great. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I might be a little angry that you tried to convince me of all the shit for eight years. But then again, the good news about me, holler, is that I wasn't convinced of the way. <laughs> well, again, man, like I used to say to people my on a regular basis is if I'm teaching my classes, and I still stand by this today, if I'm teaching my classes today the same way in a year from now, then I haven't learned anything. Absolutely. And so if I don't, if I'm not evolving, then you should find somebody else. If I'm just regurgitating the same thing every single year over and over again, then I haven't really learned anything. I agree. My opinion. And so that was the journey through this thing. And I gave myself over to the teachings that, all right, let me see if this works. Yeah. You were all in. And I I do believe everything serves its purpose and you need to go through that to be where you are. So that's how I feel. All right. So I just want to go back because it's a lot to take in is there's a difference between emotion and the action you're taking and the, I think what you're saying, we haven't learned how to express anger integrate the communication of anger we can we people express anger all the time we haven't learned to integrate the communication of anger in a healthy way okay so because here's the thing about emotion it's low resolution communication it's low resolution it's just saying something's wrong something's wrong something's wrong something's wrong but it's not saying what's wrong how it's wrong where it's wrong it's like an alarm going off in your house and you have no idea why it's going off that's emotion. It's very primitive communication. Okay. So our neocortex, want... our frontal lobe is what has to pull it apart to find out what specifically is the problem that the emotions is pointing out. I don't want to say this because I know it drives you crazy, but I don't want, I want to make sure it's not semantics here because my brain's going mayday, mayday is. It's not semantics. It's, it's just the facts. This is, this is science. This is bi- look up evolutionary <laughs> biology. This is what I realized I was completely overlooking and I was continually shielded from. Wait, wait. This is the best. It's not wrong. It's not right. This is just the facts. <laughs> it is the way that science has been talking about emotion. When you look at evolutionary biology and the evolution of emotion, all of this information was shielded from me in this group and was discouraged. Don't look at anything. Hey, don't like any, anytime anybody brought up anything outside of this little world of teaching. Yeah, I got it. It was discouraged and you were shamed for it. I want to move on to that because I want to keep this short because I want to really make sure 
that people, this is like just scratching the surface. And Matt, I think it's so needed for the information to get out there. I want to like spread it to the universe. You know that. I, I agree. And obviously you could probably tell I'm a little passionate about this because. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. All right. Yeah. So just to recap. The difference that you and I are discussing here is that you don't feel guilty or bad. You know, that anger is a gift. It's showing you something not Mm -hmm. to suppress it. How we integrate anger is a whole different thing that we haven't been taught. Okay. Yes. So it's not like, because I know I'm going to hear this. It's not like Matt's telling you it's okay, you know, because you're angry to go shoot someone, stab someone, you know. No, of course not. No, yeah, of course not. That that means that is an example of someone that has no ability to integrate the communication of anger. Right. Zero. Right. So the overcorrection yeah. is shut down anger, step into peace. That's an yeah. overcorrection in my opinion. Right. It's better than shooting somebody. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, yeah. But I'm saying we're still missing. There's a whole piece in the middle here. Yes, exactly. And that's what I've discovered over the last couple of years. It's much better to learn how to breathe and not chop off your, you know, decapitate your husband. Definitely better to breathe through it and imagine peace and all that stuff. Great. But what I'm saying is it's an overcorrection. Like you said, Sandy, there's a piece here we still need to explore more. And I do agree if you're angry, frustrated, anxious, whatever, it is telling you something like there is something going on and don't shut it off. Right. And I do think it's a process of understanding. Boy, is it ever. Because like you said, some people will say, no, no, no. It's because my husband forgot to bring home tomatoes. I don't think so. All right. So that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. So now we're going to table that for a little bit because I want to make sure we get in this next topic which you've been wrestling with. Well, we've been wrestling with because recently the strangest thing has been happening to me at all my networking events. I at least meet one person that comes up to me. I have no idea why and tells me they recently got out of a cult or they were growing up in a cult. And we were playing with the idea of doing like a panel to discuss the different ways you can get involved in cults. My thing is, most people that I bring this up to, they know there's cults out there. But I want to go back to how sometimes they can be sneaky, like what you were a part of, that you don't, people don't see that as a cult. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. still a lot of mind control. Do you think besides the group you're in, there's other ones out there doing the same thing? Today? I, I, I mean, they're all over the place. It's anybody that controls the narrative and has a a person and or higher power that has all the answers that you default to. And you can't, you don't know what's best for you, but something outside of you does. It's it's this. You don't think for yourself. Correct. I think that's a piece of it, but I do think there's there's a so much. There's there's I mean there's so much here. But I feel like there is a a mass dysregulation in our society where we're so uncomfortable being ourselves. So we have to find some reference point that has the answers that we don't have. 
And so I call it a buoy. We hold on to this buoy and say, mm. well, so-and-so knows the way. He knows the answer. Well, he says this is the thing, whether it's this person or some other idea of something yeah. that has yeah. all the answers. Well, it's not in my hands. It's in such and such's hands. Well, so-and-so's will be done. And, you know, it's not on me. I just give myself to the, it's like, that's a way to self-regulate in my opinion. All right. Can you, for those who may not understand that, what do you mean by self-regulate? Meaning like, like this, like, it's like not having a reference point. It's like, if I told you, um, like everything you believed was not true, like what your, your belief structures are a reference point. And so if I said to you, like, let me say like, you know what, Sandy, you're not married. That's not your kid. Like it's been, they've been like, they've been playing this game. It's a, it's a big act. You're like, like imagine, did you ever see Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio where it's like, it's it's like that scenario where like you wake up one day and everything you think it, that is, isn't. Like that's a huge way to dysregulate because you have no reference point. Yeah. Okay. And because, and again, I go into the cause, because our, I would say our, the way we raise children is so against the way the like the way we've done it the way we were meant to raise children in small groups and the community and i mean again i understand this is a rabbit hole but there's so no. many people that don't have a reference point what was what used to be our reference point our homes our community our tribe our culture we don't even have parents raising children anymore like it's not even part, it's not even, it's not even a thing. Like, it, it, again, I don't want to like go too far here, but, but so the, 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 out, the, out, the, the result of that is we have people that are I, in the world trying to find a reference point, someplace they can go where I have, I don't have to do the thinking. The thinking is done for me. I gotcha. And so, and there are places that expose that in a, major way i've seen it firsthand how much that can be manipulated and how much you can make people self-doubt themselves one of the ways you do it is to tell them anytime they're feeling a fear-based state you can't trust yourself you can't trust yourself you can't trust yourself that was the thing constantly in this particular organization well you know you can't trust yourself and then you have this person that is puts themselves in this period of authority that says I can see what's going to happen to you 10 steps down the road. You can listen to me or not. But when you're suffering and when there's pain, don't say I didn't tell you so. So constantly positioning themselves in this place of, I know you don't know. Yeah. And what that does, it creates this wicked cycle of dependency. And it, it disempowers everybody. And it really creates a, a, like you're stuck in this prison because you've constantly given your power away. So you have no capacity to think for yourself and they're exploiting the crap out of it. And so it's not an easy thing to step out of that experience. It's it's terrifying. And I've had like, like people would reach out to me and be like, man, I don't know how to get out. And I'm sure anybody that was in any kind of organization like this knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And this was more subtle. Like this wasn't like, you know, like the cult stuff you see in like the, the documentaries. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? It wasn't crazy yeah. stuff. It was yeah. this yeah. subtle controlling, 
keeping people dependent on the system and on yeah. the, on a person. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, there's like eight subtopics here, but what else is new, Sandy? That's uh, I know. But here's the deal. I'm glad we did this because it is giving a lot of food for thought here about a few different subjects. And it's not like they can't find you or we can't have you back, but it's or something. they can't send me hate mail. Give them my email address. Or make sure they send the email when they're coming <laughs> from anger. Yes, yeah. it's totally okay to send emails to me from anger. <laughs> no, I mean, the biggest thing is, and I, and you and I have spoken about this, even from a parent and a child is letting them find their way and that it's not your way and letting them fall and come up and down. So they're not just dependent on you and that your whole life isn't, you know, about what you did with this child, like let that they're here and they don't have to just do everything you said and the way you think they should live their life, which is the same thing, you know? And, Correct. And it, but I would also say we have to be careful not to overcorrect because we need to be their reference point more than ever. More than ever, the family needs to be a reference point for these kids. You want to read a phenomenal book? Like more. it's called Hold On to Your Kids. And it's about this entire topic. That's the name of the book. Hold on to your kids by a genius who I've been studying. I, you want, I always you have, that, that, I'm just saying, like, I think we have to be careful if, to categorically think. And what that means is to go from one extreme to the other. And, and we do that. We do that. I know the, it's an instinct. Like right it's here. a quick fix. It's a quick yeah. fix. We do that in like two. But that we ought to correct, and I think that's what we're doing now. There's a lot. No, of that's are. what's so amazing that we can have conversations like we've had for years, Sandy. Like we can, we can, we can pull things apart and, and challenge each other and ask questions. Like to me, that's that's what we need more of. Yeah, this has not been boring. Um, I'm going to have to go dance around, and get into my joy space before I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, be authentic. Why? What's going I'm on? Let's kidding. talk about it. All right. So before we wrap up, tell them a little bit about what you're doing and where they can find you, because a lot of things have happened in the last year or two. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I've been doing my best to get to just try to get to the truth as opposed to someone's opinion or narrative. And that's what my study has been the last two years ever since leaving. And it's been and that's my partner and I, Josh. We've just done incredible deep dives in the stuff. And yeah, we've we've created some curriculum to start to teach people this and empower them and give them tools, like just basic tools on how to integrate emotion, how to like just everything that we spoke about, like how to give people actual tools that they can go and run with. And they don't need us. Like once you have the tool, you're good. And 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 empower yourself to create what you want in your life and not what I think you should create. Like, do you? Um and so, yeah, I mean, there's online courses. I have an app that I just released after I published my book, the Health to Vitality book, and it's a Health to Vitality app. And so we've got some different things coming out. I've also just launched that Power 3D program, which is all about you yeah. know, strength and resiliency with the body uh, as, as we get older, 40 over. Um, so there's lots of things going on. You can find me on MatthewLobosco.com. And then also I'm uploading a, all of 
my the video summaries of my book are, are up are coming up on YouTube. So it's another place if you if you want to just engage. I've got little video summaries of all these little topics in the book where I talk about these things, a little bit of what you and I spoke about, Sandy. Cool. Um, that's all going to be on my YouTube channel. So that's another good place to engage if people want to play more. And I'm totally down for questions and things that don't make sense, man. I think I it's think great. That yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my my paper, you can see my notes if anybody's watching us. I have lots of questions here. I'm going to take it all in. I'm not going to take your word for it. I'm going to, you know, do my own research and me and the universe, aka Neil, are going to review it. And then, <laughs> and then we're going to get back to you on it. How's that sound? Great, man. And we can keep figuring this out together because yeah. I'm always I'm always seeking out. I love learning. I freaking love it. There's nothing better. And I love when I'm like, oh, I thought that was this way. Oh, I think it might be that way. That excites me. And I don't care. The one thing about me that I really like, I like a lot of things, but <laughs> I like, that's funny. I like that I don't have to be right. That's boggles my, I don't need to be right. I just want to understand. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite. It's what allows us to have these types of conversations, I think. Yeah. All right. My let's keep it real people. Matt kept it real. So you're going to want to share it. You're going to want to like it. You're going to want to rate it, spread the word, go reach out to Matt and his programs. And I promise you, promise you, if you work with him in any capacity, you won't be disappointed until next time. You know what I'm going to say? Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.